Yes, hello, faithful listeners, and welcome to yet another podcast on the Half a Star Podcast Network. If my voice sounds familiar, it's because you've heard it before. I am Benton Hartley, and please step into my lab, because this is a mad experiment that we are undertaking here on this show that we are calling Drunk Musicals. Why did we call it that? All will become clear eventually. Joining me on this experiment is my co-scientist of sorts. Uh, you may have heard her voice as the omnipotent narrator of the Armageddon Christmas radio play that we released a few months ago. Please be joined by Diana Moser. Diana, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me, Benjamin. Yes. Well, thank you for inviting me virtually into your home for this. I'm excited. This is going to be quite the adventure. It's, yes, adventure is a very good word. <laughs> so uh, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about what we've got planned here? Yes. So as the name implies, uh, there is a musical and there is drunkenness. Uh, and how they go together is uh, the dear Justin Shaw, who is my lovely fiance and your lovely co-host, has decided that he needs to expand his horizons. He needs to learn more in this new year. And uh, one of the things that I love is, uh, is the genre of musicals. Now, Justin, however, has not seen many of these. Uh, in fact, he's seen very little, uh, especially of very well-known musicals. And so he decided, you know what? I should probably expand my horizons and get to know some of these musicals better. Uh, however, he does not want to do that without some some fun juice. So he <laughs> has to get uh, get drunk, have some tipples while he's watching these musicals, and uh, take it all in and make sure that he can then let us know what he learned after the fact. So there'll be a quiz. Oh, and okay. He, all right. Get to tell us his impressions and thoughts, and and let everyone know what to expect. And Excellent. So it's quite, yeah. Wonderful. Perhaps uh, without much further ado, we should bring in our test subject into this um, meeting of the minds, I suppose. Hello, Justin. How are you feeling? Are you nervous? Um, yes, to be honest. Uh, I, I've honestly been dreading this since we decided to do this. Uh, I, I, I thought the idea of, oh, wouldn't it be funny to get drunk and uh, try to explain a musical plot? that I hadn't seen before and had probably made fun of in the past. But then uh, I realized I had to get drunk and I don't normally drink with that goal in mind. So this is, uh, I'm a little nervous. I'm nervous for that. I'm hoping, I hope I like who I've become, I guess is <laughs> a way of saying it. Uh, I'm, and as, as I was listening to your guys' intro, uh, I realize I'm gonna have to like pay attention to this. I'm, I've got like the attention span of a goldfish. So when like, sober, I, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll like I'll be on my phone if we're watching a show or I'll be doing something else. Like I, I know he's like, this is how I watch things. I'm like, by looking at your phone, you're missing things. Yeah. Like, that is how, so much is dependent on this visual medium. It's not just this. Well, luckily, we do have boots on the ground over in our test center uh, to keep you uh, scientifically engaged in order for our data to be uh, to be specific. Listeners, I just turned my phone upside down. This is a two hour movie. I'm putting it 
all the way. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be present. I'm gonna be drunk. And I'm gonna, uh, I haven't started drinking yet, um, but uh, I got two hours. We'll see what I'm like on the other side. Great. Yeah, um, no, oh, go, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, there's no break. So we're just gonna launch right into it after and uh, whatever state he's in and whatever he remembers uh, and whatever he feels most important to share. I think I'll be fine. Like I'm actually, uh, I, I will be drinking pretty solidly, but mm -hmm. uh, I think I'll be fine. Are snacks allowed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just don't eat anything too bready or anything that would absorb too much of the alcohol anyway. We want you to be safe. We should say that we are encouraging people not to drink to excess. Um, yes. And we did have dinner. So. Yes, good. Okay, so we, we have a solid base layer to work with. Um, before we uh, move into the drunken portion, I think we should let the people know what we're going to be watching this evening. Uh, yeah. Uh, the movie that we have chosen to watch is the 2002 cinematic classic Chicago, starring Renee Zellweger, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and Queen Latifah. Um, Justin, what do you know about Chicago? Uh, up until about yesterday, I, I knew next to nothing. Uh, but I was uh, when we were talking about the show, getting stuff ready... Diana mentioned, uh, are you excited to see Queen Latifah in this movie? And I said, I had no idea she was in this. Uh, I, I take that as a spoiler of sorts. Also, I think it's very funny. Are you excited to see Queen Latifah is a very funny question to me. Because uh, she's sure. awesome. She is, yeah. You, I should, said, I should point out that... Um, when we first jumped on the Zoom call here, I was still under the impression that we were doing Sound of Music. So when Diana mentioned that Queen Latifah yeah. was in it, I too was confused. So uh, I'm excited. Uh, I've seen Chicago before, but much like Justin, I was on my phone for most of it. So I'll be interested to watch this uh, uh, and see the whole thing. We've got a fan over here. I saw it, I'm pretty sure I saw it in theaters. I have the soundtrack. I've like, I know the show already. Oh. I've seen the show as well, like a stage mm -hmm. person, not just the film. So uh, this is gonna be fun for me. I do remember one other thing. John C. Riley is in it. Uh, I do a John C. Riley impression. However, are you gonna do it now? Or I'll later? save it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be one of our questions on the quiz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He has a song. I don't remember what the hell it's about. I know everyone was like, oh, he's singing. He's not a singing man. And I'm like, shut up. It's his job. It's like paid to do it. It's jobs. Chill out for a minute. I don't know why I'm mad already. <laughs> I don't know about either of you, but I don't see any point in delaying the inevitable any further. So why don't we hit play on the machine? And we will see our listeners again in an hour and 53 minutes. How does that sound? Yeah. Great. Until then. Well, that was a very entertaining hour and 53 minutes. What did you say, Diana? Ah, I'm so pleased. Ah, I'm so glad that I got the opportunity to see this movie again. Uh, yeah. 
Me too, because like, as I said, uh, I didn't pay attention fully the last time I watched it. So to watch it again uh, was quite the treat. And I loved every second of it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it's just, it's just a fantastic movie. And what's wonderful is, as you mentioned, this is from 2002, which means that it would have been filmed probably in 2001. So y'all, that's 20 years ago. And this musical originally came out in 1975, I think is what we saw went through a revival in the 90s. But think about it. Uh, if you've ever seen this musical on stage, or even if you've seen this movie, what's fantastic about it is it holds up. The music itself is quite timeless. I'm just going to pontificate for a moment. And honestly, like the underlying theme of it, really, look at our world. Look at our world right now. It's this. <laughs> it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. So anyway, I'm just really glad that we watched it. Absolutely. Now, our, our opinions are valuable, Diana. Both of our opinions are valuable. But it's, I, don't, I don't want to shortchange our contributions to this show, but I, I can't imagine that everyone who tuned in for this is expecting to be satisfied with what we have to say. So I'm interested in what Justin has to say. For those of you who are wondering, those uh, snorts you hear on the sound are uh, <laughs> Justin just getting through it. So we are a few pint glasses of gin and tonic through this thing, or gin and soda, I guess, uh, into the night. So Justin, lay it on us. Uh, okay. what, what did you think? I'm laughing at just this beginning. Uh, I just want to say, okay, I've rehearsed this in my head before all this began. I just want to say, uh, I am not performing any sort of intoxication. All of this now is just what you see is what you hear. I, and I'm just saying this because this was kind of my worry from like day one, what this would be is it's just like, oh, it sounds like Justin's acting drunk, but I'm, I'm not. I, and I know that I, I only want to say this because it bothers me so much when I, when I see bad acting drunk on stage and I've done that before you know Ben I've watched it yep in, in Lauren Elliott's play Culture Shock uh, <laughs> a little plug there for Lauren Elliott's play I'm just like I've worked with okay Canadian playwright legend uh Lauren Elliott I uh I maybe did some not great acting in his play as a, in a scene where I had to be drunk because I, not to throw anyone under the bus, but I didn't have a lot of direction. For <laughs> uh, so I'm just saying, I know from having seen it, having done it. Justin, it's okay. Diana and I are perhaps the two most qualified people on the planet to know when you're drunk and when you're pretending. You know, and, and we're just 
we're just going to co-sign it for the listeners. <laughs> if that matters to you, we are going to co-sign the fact that this is legitimate. Okay. You know what? I even said, I think, I can't even look at the Zoom right now. <laughs> uh, at one point, I said to Diana, you remind me of Ben, but not in a weird way. <laughs> But in a way that's like, one, you have a very similar moral compass, and B, uh, I love to make fun of you so much. Well, thank you. The end of the, the well, story. Speaking of speaking of story, Justin. Now that now that the legalese is out of the way, um, what did you think about the movie Chicago? I don't even know what I just said. A minute ago. <laughs> uh, um, the movie Chicago? Yeah, the, yeah, that we just watched. What did you like? Overall impression? Okay, I I'm just so worried about acting like I'm drunk. It's okay. It is a judgment-free zone. Everything's fine. Just tell us your thoughts. No, I don't want to seem like I'm performing. I really want this to be authentic. I'm going to look at Diana and say this. (laughs) The movie Chicago was so much better than I thought it would be. It's like, no, like I, I was expecting like such a boring straight from a can uh, musical movie version but this they actually did stuff i agree yeah and it's like and they brought in celebrities from hollywood like renee zellweger mm-hmm. Catherine zeta jones and Robert Downey Jr. No, I'm <laughs> Richard Gear. Richard Gear. Richard Gear. We'll edit that out. Richard oh, I'm not going to edit a second of this. Editing Richard Gear, but the three of those men, three of those people. Okay. Let's start. Renee Zellweger, Catherine Zeta-Jones, <laughs> Richard Gere. Oh my God, they did so good mm-hmm. in this movie. I feel like I watched a play. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm leaving the theater like, oh my God, they cool. did so good. Mm-hmm. I had no idea, especially Renee Zellweger, which I feel like, I don't know why, but like culturally, I've there's always been like a cloud of like, fuck this idiot. Like, yeah, I think Bridget Jones's diary didn't do her any favors, which is a shame because I haven't seen any of those either. And as I was watching this near the halfway point, I was like, should I watch those movies? Maybe I should have. They're not terrible. I just think she got sort of pigeonholed into that one type. But I don't even know what the type is. I, you know what I know her from, is me myself and Irene with Jim Carrey, <laughs> which I want to say. Okay, everyone, chill out. No bullshit time. No bullshit. 
I'm gonna take a sip. Okay. Is that water or is, are we still going here? I'm still going. Okay, fair enough. Uh, this is gin and soda. Okay. Jim Carrey, I know Ace Ventura. Dumb and Dumber. Uh, let's see, uh, The Mask in 1994, the three hits. Kick-Ass 2. That's, then you're just trying to throw me off. Okay, repeat. Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber, they came out in the same year. And then he was famous. And then like Batman Forever came. That's a separate topic. But then he was just famous. And this movie by the Farley brothers came out. It's me, myself, and Irene. And it had Brene Zellweger in it. And everyone tuned in because it's like this obvious like Jim Carrey vehicle with the Farley brothers. They did me my uh they, that's the name of the movie, Me, Myself, and Irene. But they did, there's something about Mary. Everyone tuned in, but no one was like, who's this Renee Zellweger person? Because she was the person in it. And that was all I knew of her. And I was just like, she did fine, I guess. But I'm like, that could have been anybody. Right. And truthfully, I think that's all I've seen her in. And that's really unfair of me. So really, if you have an opinion of Renee Zellweger and you haven't seen Chicago, you're wrong. <laughs> you are so wrong. No, like- Mic drop. Like actually, like, right? I feel like, I think this was the first movie I ever did see her in, honestly. She's outstanding. Yeah. Was there a point do you remember a point in the movie when you were like, okay, I'm on board? Yeah. Um, I forget what came first. Um, the ventriloquist act or the, the, the act with all the mirrors? Uh, the ventriloquist one, the we both reach for the gun. Um, we both reach for the gun. That was the number where I was like, this is a fucking movie. That's when I was like, okay, boys. Like, it's not just like style for the sake of style. They did their homework. Uh, so much of what they were doing with the dummy stuff. And I mean, that's just me coming from like comedy background. Also, I like really puppet. I, I like puppets a lot. And like a lot of the this stick they were doing, I was like, yeah, that's, oh my God. But it just told me they were like varying themselves with, the vaudevillian traditions. Um, so that was when I was in for the movie, but I think the next number was the- um, I Gotta it, Be Roxy or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 She has her, her, yeah, all about her. She has a little yeah. monologue bringing in the audience at the front and then going into- Oh my God. I was just like, it was it, one of those moments, Ben, of, performance matching the the story matching the execution and i was just like clap 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 we're full applause right now so justin i just want to jump in and, and verify something because you seem really invested in this yes. so i just wanted to let you know how chicago did at the oscars in 2003 yes. i don't know but tell me yeah so it won best picture 
Makes sense. I it, feel uh, like Catherine Zeta-Jones won Best Supporting Actress. Queen okay. Latifah, although Queen Latifah was also nominated. Queen Latifah was also nominated. It won Best <laughs> Costume Design. It won Best Production Design. It won Best Film Editing and Sound Mixing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Renee Zellweger was nominated for Best Actress but did not win. Who? Wait, no. Who beat her? Well, let's just find out, shall we? Who the fuck beat her? <laughs> um, so, uh, da, 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 da. best actress. Oh, Nicole Kidman won uh, for the, the hours when she played Virginia Woolf. It's a pretty heavy hitting year. That's yeah. dog shit. <laughs> Nicole. Um, and I'm sorry to tell you, uh, that John C. Riley was nominated as Amos, yeah, and didn't win. He was beat by Chris Cooper for adaptation. Okay, <laughs> but Richard Gere wasn't even nominated. All right, let's. You give me a lot. I'm gonna take him to drink. Hydrate. All right, fuck. Keep him hydrated. One, John C. Riley, the C for cuckold in this movie he got fucked that well, role no he didn't that's the whole point uh, exactly. uh, also um just as a note if anybody's listening there might be spoilers so. yes spoilers. yeah i assume i hope you if you you're listening because you've only just seen it if you've listened if you're listening to this we'll make it known chicago is the the theme here but John, John C. Riley did fantastic. Fantastic. And Cooper. Gary Cooper. No. Yes, Gary Cooper. He Chris. Well, Chris Chris Cooper won the Oscar. I think you mean Richard Gere? No, who's Gary Cooper? Gary Cooper's a cowboy movie star. Okay, I mean <laughs> Chris Cooper. Cooper uh, wasn't in this movie. Wait. I'm talking about the man who won the Oscar. Okay, all right. That's Chris Cooper, not Gary Cooper. Correct. I'm thinking of Gary Cooper because of the song. Uh, Gary Cooper, Chris Cooper, super duper. Who's that? What's that song? What's that song? I have no idea. If you're blue, you want to go too. We're fast and sits. Putting on the Ritz? Putting on the Ritz. Trying to look like Gary Cooper. <laughs> That's why you were thinking about that? I was thinking of the name Gary Cooper, but I'm thinking of Chris Cooper. Listeners, just to clarify, Cooper is the name I focused on. I mixed up Chris and Gary. Gary from the song, Chris from the acting. He beat John C. Riley. Chris Cooper is a really, really good actor. I didn't see the movie he was in that beat it, but I've seen him in many other projects. He is fucking exquisite. But another movie I have seen him in was Me, Myself, and I <laughs> that starred <laughs> Mel 
Bellwager. He was the bad guy in that movie. He's he was also the bad guy in the Muppet movie. He was. That's true. I was waiting for you to bring that up. But like, come on. They were like, we're the Muppets. We're back. We need a bad guy. They have fucking Muppet money. And they're like, who are we gonna bring in to be the bad guy? They could they could fucking bring in anybody. They brought in Chris Cooper. They did do that. Because they fucking know Chris Cooper <laughs> can deliver, not just on aesthetic, but in delivery. Because he's Chris because yeah. he's Chris Cooper. Listeners, if you don't know Chris Cooper, I assure you, yes, you do. Yeah. Just Google it and you'll be like, this guy. And then you'll deep dive. I'm really sorry, John C. Riley. You did so good. It's just when you're up against Cooper, Chris Cooper, it's not your year. It's just um, not your year. So, Justin, did okay. you know? Okay, Diana. Yes. Did you know anything about the story of Chicago at all? Not a. Watch this. Uh, I forgot one thing in the um, in the sober retelling like when we at the earlier part where we were like what do you know about yeah that? like three hours ago when we were all young and naive i uh how long have we been just recording this by the way this has been i don't know like 50, 15 minutes i okay i forgot the part about cell block tango um you know, okay, that scene where it's, uh, they're in prison, there's six, six mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. locked up and they're singing about how they killed somebody. Uh, they're all singing. I forgot that was part of Chicago. But, okay, this is for the people who are like listening to us and not just like, We'll tune in for a minute or two. If, if you're <laughs> down or if you're driving or if you're lifting weights at the gym, I understand that's something our followers do. They either just <laughs> listen to us in the car or at the gym. Uh, Exclusively. Okay. Cell Block Tango. The year is 2017. Old Justy. I'm in Fort McMurray, Alberta. What the fuck am I doing there? Uh, I'm there because I got a job that pays well. And there's a an event uh, called the Wood Buffalo, what, what's it called? Buffalo <laughs> Excellence in Arts Awards. And that's what it's called because Diana was the executive producer of this what's the real fucking title <laughs> i mean i was the program manager it's program manager whatever it's a, that was like her job big, at arts council event. wood buffalo but she put this event together but this was like a big event like oil people mm-hmm. were there like suit monkeys were there um and i found out that night i'm going on i was supposed to be on before the headliner 
the headliner called in sick and then they're like you're going on instead you're the last act so you be you be the headliner and i'm like okay uh but before that happened there was an act of a group of were they high school students high school students in like a dance troupe performing uh cell block tango the whole dance routine except uh the emphasis on their discipline was dance and that that's awesome was ballet specifically ballet specifically thank you diana mm -hmm. the emphasis was ballet but really for me as an audience i'm just like you're just dancing my point <laughs> There was not acting. They were lip syncing the audio track, which was hilarious uh, to watch. However, for one specific performer who lip synced, the actor who was doing the Hungarian part, she clearly did not brush up on her Hungarian uh, text and instead just lip mouthed uh watermelon watermelon over and over <laughs> that's uh that's actually a good um a good place diana do you want to speak to the uh hungarian representation in this movie <laughs> thank you so uh, i'm just it's just being a thorn in my butt um, no, I'm just being picky. So my background is Hungarian. My parents are from there. My family's from there. So it was always funny to me whenever I see Hungarian representation. Um, now I don't speak the language. Like I know a little bit of it and all that. And I'm, I grew up listening to it. Not that I can necessarily speak it or read it, but it's just funny because yeah, there's the one character in Chicago who's in that number of, uh, cell block tango. She's the one who says she doesn't do it, not guilty. And, uh, so she, her character is supposed to be speaking Hungarian. And in this movie though, they got a Russian actress um, to play her. She looks great, whatever. But the problem is of course, Hungarian is a very specific language. It's not an easy language to speak, learn or know. And uh, so this poor woman is trying to speak Hungarian and even someone me who doesn't speak it but can recognize it and understand certain words or know the lilt of it. I'm just like, oh, it's so, it's, it's only a couple of phrases pop out, but I'm just like, why did they get a Russian lady to play this? Like, are there no Hungarian women who could have played this or like work with her a little bit? Poor woman, you know, it's just butchering this language. <laughs> well, and you were you were saying too that the, the name of the character isn't even Hungarian. No, she's like, what is it? Like Kat Catalan Helinski or something? Yeah, something like that. That's not even in any way a Hungarian name. Let me just tell yeah. you all. So, Come on, Bob Fosse, be better. I know. Come on, Candor and Ab. What are you doing? <laughs> um, well, I think uh, we're hitting our time here. Justin, do you have any final thoughts you want to leave us on? I will say, um, listeners, if you have not yet seen this movie, don't be fooled by the first five to ten minutes of it because it begins with the first shot of the movie is an eyeball and then just keeps going right into the iris and i assure you 
that themology makes no sense later like it's not like a theme that's like picked up on later it's not there one pass through the movie i assure you it's not significant (laughs) it's it's going into her 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 eye how she sees the world and yeah fuck it like that's, (laughs) that's bullshit um i'm gonna give this movie four and a half out of five stars yeah yeah no like other than that like um coming in cold and kind of raw dog in this movie uh the only point where i was like what was this okay it's kind of the crux of the film if you've listened this far you must have either seen chicago or you care about us that much where you're like i care about i care about half a star more than i care about mainstream media <laughs> i will say it was like okay the renee zellweger and the guy she later kills are hooking up and you're like that's hot and then as soon as they're done he's like no i'm awful i'm gonna be awful to you and you're like mm, okay where that switch happened like just immediately i understand post-ejaculate men are different there's a different train of thought but I would hope I don't want to assume but I would hope not to an abusive degree that seems like an unfair assumption um but he became abusive and it was like um where is that coming from and he's pushing her and then she grabs a gun and shoots him when he reveals he's not going to help her career which in terms of escalation of stakes, I was like, whoa, okay, hold on. What's really going on here? Uh, I will say that's probably the biggest pill to swallow. But my God, once you swallow it, it's, it's so good. Like I, I was pretty resistant but even that being said, what came after was such a beautiful display of storytelling and such a surprise. And- uh, So how, ma- how many stars do you give it? No, man, I give it four and a half. Four and a half, Diana? I also, I mean, I give it for four and a half. 4.75, honestly. 4.75. All right. So we have 13.75 out of 15, which is a pretty strong score. Oh, like It is this, a must watch. Recommend. Like, this is my first exposure to the story, but like, fuck, in terms of execution, bud, like, the movie is so good. Like, I've not seen a movie capture... Uh, the suspension of a of a musical quite so well they did such a good job that's an interesting point you make yeah because i know we're trying to wrap up but um movie musicals it's it's not an easy thing to do i mean mm-hmm. if you look yeah. at the history of movie making in the 20th century 
and even the 21st. And you can look at other countries as well, but especially in North America, it's not an easy thing to do. And there was definitely a, a dearth of newly musicals um, that weren't animated, right? Like there was, of course, the Disney Renaissance, but for a long time in North American cinema, movie musicals weren't really touched. And this actually, depending on who you ask, sort of kick-started yeah. a bit of a, uh, yeah. a vogue into trying to do this again and showing up, wait a minute, there are ways you can do this and, and present these in really interesting ways that actually don't take away from why it works on stage, but makes it its own thing on film. And that you yeah. still get a lot out of seeing it on stage, but also seeing the film version. So it's interesting in that respect. And Diana's sobriety brings me to say, um, oh, fuck. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I had a point, I swear. Um, no, yes, yes. Uh, the point of uh, how are they using a musical? Um, to me, the most interesting part of musical okay i should say the whole reason behind this podcast i was trained at the national theater school of canada and it's kind of absurd that i don't know a lot about mainstream musicals given i've gone to this national institution for training but i want to say for this mute for musicals but what's so interesting to me is that moment, uh, that transition from speaking to singing of where is that moment where you have something to say that's so higher than speech that needs to be sung where words fail, songs prevail at rhymes. Uh, <laughs> you need to sing. But what this movie did quite interestingly, at first I thought it was a bit of a cop-out, I'll be honest, where like all the songs kind of immediately took us to this cabaret kind of like 20s club vibe of like, oh, I get it. All the songs will be sung here in this safe container. But they really did an excellent job at making that kind of conceit a funnel from Roxy's vision of what she wants. And that to me makes this to be not only an exquisite story, but a superb execution of that vision. Lovely. Baby. And that what? musical world is the button. There we go. And on that button, let us say goodbye to uh, to our listeners, friends. How uh, long were we talking, Ben? Only one way to find out, and that's to end this call so I can figure it out. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, this has been Drunk Musicals. It has been our first foray into this experiment. I want to thank Diana for helping me out today. And I also want to thank Justin for putting his body through this for <laughs> science. I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm... I'm actually fine. Like, I'm not hurting. Good. I'm glad. We want to uh, remind our viewers to please drink responsibly and don't drink and drive and uh, watch yeah. Chicago. Yeah, and that's Chicago. And that's, and that's <laughs> Chicago, baby. 
Uh, take care, everybody. We will see you next time.